Good morning, dreamers. I'm Ivana. And I'm JC. And this is Wildest Dreams Podcast, the podcast that digs deep into the dreams of our listeners. That was fucking beautiful. Okay. The first couple of times I did it, I was shredded like cheese. Anyway, <laughs> um, Ryan's not here today. Um, Ryan needed some me time. Um, and yeah, so we brought back JC, who, if you listen to our second season, is that when you were here last season? I think, yeah, that sounds right. Okay, if you listen to our second season, then you already know JC, but we have a lot of new listeners. Um, first of all, thank you, everybody who's new. Thank you, everybody who's old. Thank you, everybody who's just trying it out once. We really appreciate you. Um, but I think it would be in our best interest to introduce you properly. So who are you? What do you do? Um, what else do our listeners care about? Oh, your big three. And um, least favorite cheese. Let's do it. All right. First of all, my least favorite cheese is brie. Don't at me. Um, what? It is. I was. The amount of times surprised. that I have seen you eat brie. You have not. You have seen me try brie tentatively. Oh You've never Bruh. seen me eat it. Nah, listen. Okay. I went to a <laughs> holiday party one time. I saw this dip of brie on a table and I was so excited because I didn't know what it was. It was some fancy white people cheese as far as I was concerned. <laughs> so I dip a cracker in it and I get a big of it oh, and I put it God. in my mouth and it tastes like feet. I took, put the whole Did cracker in Did you eat the rind? No. Oh, damn. I, I had the whole cracker in my mouth and I took the whole cracker out in my mouth. Like, you know how a dollar gets rejected by a vending machine? That is what I did with that cracker full of brie, number one. Oh so, <laughs> so least favorite cheese is brie. Um, my name is JC. I use they, them, and she, her pronouns. I am a Capricorn sun, Scorpio moon, Capricorn rising. Um, but I do have feelings. So please don't be mean to me. Um... Oh, I am currently a master's student studying couples and family therapy, and I'm interested in the intersection of like therapeutic um, sort of interventions and dreams and how your dreams can sort of show a deeper picture into your mental health. First of all, um, JT, also, if you listen to Ryan and JC's episode, it's probably not going to sound anything like this episode because- JC and I have known each other longer and we're both black. So this is the first time that two black people have been on the show at the same time. And I'm just ready to nigga it up. Okay. Um, I'm so, I'm so excited. Anytime I say nigga with Ryan, I feel weird. I'm like, I mean, I was, it's, it's a part of my vocabulary, but I'm like, (laughs) I think people don't understand like the amount of code switching you have to do regardless of your comfortability around non-black people like you know I can say some egregious shit around black folk because <laughs> they know like if I call my nieces and nephews nigglets you understand what I'm talking about I'm just right. talking about some black nigga children however <laughs> if I say it around other people they're like that's a slur and I'm like it's your like, mom's a slur mm, get away from stop. me <laughs> stop but for get real I me. um I'm really interested. I also, one thing, um, we like talk, we touch on like race and like we touch, we talk about literally everything, um, which is Mm -hmm. one of my favorite things about being friends with Ryan is that 
nothing is off limits and Ryan's a good person. Um, so I've never worried about what Ryan could possibly say in any moment. Yeah. Um, but there's just like, I'm really interested in how many people, I guess, like what percentage of our listeners is a part of like the BIPOC community. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's no, no analytics from any of our streaming platforms, like collects that data and I understand on one hand why they don't but then on the other hand I'm like I wonder I wonder who tunes in like when it comes to like people that um will message me I'm not sure if I can speak for Ryan but that will message me and I'll be like I love the show it is majority pale and I'm like well you know dreams are for everybody the fact that you said pale the scream that I just (laughs) swung on the inside of my body why do you like this why do you like (laughs) um but yeah I'm I'm always like curious also because like I just want to know how many people listen to this podcast that look like me um but there's no like true way for us to like know and find that information out unless we like held some kind of survey yes you should make a google form and put it in the description of this episode and it should just be two questions is you a nigga or no and there should be three options. No, I don't trust. Be, I don't no, trust no, no, no. people be, though. Yeah, not no, because then they have to like they are required to submit a picture, like like a job app. That's what the second question is. Hell yeah, is a picture. Show me a picture of you and your mama and daddy. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Submit for real. a sample of your DNA. <laughs> Just spit into your computer's <laughs> USB port. <laughs> Send a vial to this PO box. Yes. first of all um um there's this person on tiktok weird things i sell um she's a spicy well actually there's no regulation here she's a sex person um so um she sells like spit and toenails and q-tips and and her armpit hair and all this stuff and also i just found out um i was listening to her podcast because she had this guy on that was talking about like how to make wealth from like unconventional um sources of income like how like do you start investing do you start saving what do you pay off all this stuff Mm -hmm. and um she was like I'm from North Carolina and I that blew my mind I was like because also in the beginning of the episode she had just gotten rid of her g-wagon to buy a Porsche and wow. I was like, should I sell toenail clippings? <laughs> um, but Honestly, yeah, she's in North Carolina, which is really interesting to me. That's a lot of work is the problem. She's also, sorry, she's also in the top 1% of um, OnlyFans creators. Oh um, my God. Bro, I was she like, this bitch is getting paid. Bro, yes, I was sir. like, I'm, I'm just really surprised that she, I'm surprised that that success can be generated. I know that like mm-hmm. the majority of the stuff that she does is like digital or like she sends it out, but I'm just like, wow, you have a whole like career that like, I just, I just wouldn't have thought you could do it here, to be honest. Honestly, there's another person on TikTok that I follow. She's also a sex worker and she is a fat sex worker and she's like, oh, cool. people literally just pay for my presence. for my presence and I was like that is super hot like she did like a day in the life with me and she went to this person's house just to sit on their lap until their legs went numb 
And she was like, yeah, I walked out with $1,200. It was lit. And I was like, it hurts to watch other people live your dreams. Lord (laughs) God, I see what you are doing for others. Do on to me. That is so, first of all, I love that. Um, There was somebody on TikTok that came up on my For You page and she was like talking about how she's a digital babysitter. And I sent that to my friend who job hops occasionally. Mm -hmm. And I was like, digital babysitter. And then they texted me back. They were like, you do realize that like, she's not babysitting children. And I was like, what? And then I realized, I was like, oh, because TikTok has a lot of like regulations over like what you can and can't say. And like, you can mm-hmm. get wiped off TikTok real quick if they think that you're a sex worker. If they get Hell yeah. of yeah. you being a sex worker. Um, so a lot of if you're anything use... other than a white girl who can't dance to a young thug video and cover your mouth and like roll your eyes when the N word is said, <laughs> when the like, pops bro, up, literally um, that. Yeah, the whatchamacallit, um, they say spicy accountant for sex workers on get mm-hmm. away from my microphone. You can't even talk. You don't know that. What if she what if she leaned into the mic and she was like, Yeah, now I'm talking, nigga. What's good? Like I would. I don't know. I think about that all the time. I'm like, what if? So poodles, I think, are like the second smartest breed, um, only behind some other dog. Um, but I think about that all the time. I'm like, like literally, I was just texting my friends. Um, we have a group chat. We like all have pets, but everybody has cats, and I have a dog. And they were like, I love what is. Let me just pull it up and tell you exactly what they see. Border collies are the smartest are, i had to google okay. it because it was gonna Thank kill you. me if i didn't figure it out <laughs> yeah it's like border collies and pools right mm-hmm. yeah um yeah one of my friends texted me and he said i really love having a pet because every night it's like a little sleepover with your buddy and i said benito is not allowed in the bed at night she's only allowed in after 6 a.m and he was like that isn't confusing for her and i was like no um and oh i need to turn off my air conditioning because it's really loud please excuse me <laughs> okay he was like bonito doesn't get confused i was like no she doesn't get confused like i it's very strange having an intelligent dog to see the things that she's like good at is infuriating sometimes um or see the ways that she like tries to like outsmart us because she does outsmart us i've never had like a an intelligent dog i've had sneaky dogs sneaky dogs aren't intelligent they just know that if they keep whatever they're not supposed to have in another room you're gonna take a longer time to find it you know but this bitch is like smart like she will like pick up stuff our um bathroom trash can is bonito height she'll stick her face in the trash can she'll pull something out and she will keep her mouth closed for however long just hold it in there and then you see her what you got she turn around mouth closed it's like oh you know what she maybe just was doing nothing but she will continue to do that until she almost eats whatever. She loves Q-tips. It's really disgusting. It's really terrifying. And I don't like it. But I mean, dogs are so wild. Smart dogs are fucking terrifying. Yeah. Dr. Vaughn has um, my mentor. She keeps border collies. Like that's her, that's her dog of choice or collies. And Sersha is so smart and I just want to do, if that dog could walk on two legs, I'd box her. Have you seen I'd, a dog on TikTok that walks on two legs? Yeah. And that dog <laughs> should be boxed. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? But one time so I was cute. walking Sarah and 
she knows where the squirrels are like she that's knows that's a terrifying sentence i don't like it oh well she knows like there's a little colony of squirrels in one specific tree on the outskirts of their property i'm walking her and she's like sniffing around like she's got to poop and i'm like okay i'm gonna take you to the bathroom homie but you gotta act right i bent down to pick up what she had done and when i tell you that she ran for her little baby life because the like handle was around my wrist but i had reached with the back gone i look at her and she is just running she is terrorizing these squirrels they are going to write about that in squirrel history books they're going to write about it it's going to be like a invasion of the descended uh, a monster <laughs> descended upon our peaceful sleepy town on this day lives were lost and we will never be the same she's the reason why squirrel tsa has increased their security measures it's that, her uh, <laughs> it's bro. Like she's the reason bro my partner's um childhood dog um so kind so sweet but apparently he will mess up an animal one time when we first started Oops. dating his mom was like um um i think something is dead in the backyard i need you to go pick it up that dog had torn up a rabbit first of all he wasn't incredibly fast so how did he get the how he get the rabbit he caught how the rabbit lacking rabbit was lacking bro, bro rabbit torn in half i was like that no no one thing i'm really excited for the future because i know that there's a backyard in our future but i'm not excited for benito to pick up whatever and try to bring it in the house i also think that loki if she had enough practice that she could snatch a bird out of the sky yeah probably bro have you seen how high she can jump yes it's Dogs are the best and the worst things that we allow in our homes. Honestly, this is why I'm not a pet person and this is why I don't want a dog. Don't want a dog. Don't want a cat. Fuck birds. Oh my God. Tell everybody. Fish are so much work for someone that I cannot cuddle with on the couch. Tell everybody why you don't like birds. Because fuck birds. Birds are scary. Birds are (laughs) fucking horrifying. They don't have ears. They're just holes in the side of their head. (laughs) Also, the niggas can talk. You can talk if you don't have jobs. You don't have thumbs. I I gotta work because I can talk and have thumbs, but you can talk and you just get to sit in a cage and be like, pretty birds. Ooh, (laughs) I fucking hate birds. Um, Uh, Also, I don't know if I told you this story specifically, but I had a friend in high school whose family had a shit ton of birds. And she was always really hesitant to let me come to her house because she knew I don't fucking like birds, but I liked her. And she was like, oh, well, like if you come into the house and you go through the back door and you walk through the kitchen and you go down the hallway and you cook your heels three times and you put on this specific brand of deodorant, you can probably walk through the house with no problem because you won't see all the birds. And I was like, I bet she lied to me um, because it wasn't just all the birds it was all the bird decor and all the feathers all over the place and the fact that the whole place just smelled like bird booty bro bro birds are stinky stinky birds ferrets are stinky that's cool stag like i'm not a (sighs) person and my roommate wants a dog 
And I'm like, first of all, she works a lot. Yeah. Yeah, she, she does a lot. And I love other people's pets. I, oh, I we would pet together, sit you and Biggie happily. were really close. You were like yeah. one of the, out of all the roommates that I had, I think that you were the one that like fucked with Biggie the most. That's because that man would just be in my bed. I would just wake up and he would be in my bed. If he, he was lying at my door, I would just have to <laughs> open the door for him. That chair that was in the corner of my room, that was his chair. I never sat there. It was his chair and I had to put a blanket on the back of the chair because when it got cold in my room, he would be like, hur, 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 until I gave him a fucking blanket. Like, he was so I sassy. Like other people's pets. I miss Living that dog. with a pet, may he rest. Living with a pet is fine. Owning a pet? No. It's a lot of work. I have no desire. Ain't no motherfucking way that a creature with no thumbs <laughs> is ruining my vacation of Bali because I had to pay $500 to get your stomach <laughs> pumped because you decided to eat 14, 17 magazines. Like, no, bro. No, bro, this, this I'm not right doing here. that. Let me tell you what we, what we did. So I made a big deal about switching her from the food that the family we got her from had her on to a food that was like, had more whole ingredients, right? Mm-hmm. Made a big deal. We did research, went to, we switched her from, pedigree puppy to excuse me are they taking out the trash what the fuck are they doing outside my house um mm-hmm. we switched her from pedigree puppy to nulo n-u-l-o then mm-hmm. months pass she's fine she loves it she loves the taste she gets more excited about that food than she got about her old food but then she starts itching mm-hmm. and she starts smelling weird i take her to the vet um it was the last weekend two hundred dollars because she had a yeast infection in her ear because she's allergic to her food. Now we got to buy special eczema food. You got dermatitis. I'm just like, you know what? I love you so much. I do. Um, But Jesus Christ, like I had things I wanted to do. I'm just grateful. This is going to sound really selfish, um, but I'm grateful that we figured it out before my birthday okay okay but also why is that selfish you're happy that you were able to make a financial exception and you're going to be able to treat yourself for your birthday i don't think that's selfish i think that's smart ours true though i stand i but no i'm not a pet person i don't want a pet um if my partner in the future is like let's get a dog i'll be like bro i want kids i do not (laughs) want a dog you can't have both (laughs) yeah like you could probably have both but honestly not have both I think I think that both are very possible but I do feel like my partner and I this is our child that's like this is our child there's a lot that goes into this little bitch and I I honestly could not imagine personally caring and then caring for a child because of how I treat my dogs mm-hmm. I feel like I don't know and also because dogs like they don't have to go to kindergarten I don't have to teach them how to read you know but like yeah, but people, that's like part of <laughs> the like, reward because then once I teach you how to read I can teach you how to be responsible and once I teach you how to be responsible I can teach you how to use the stove and once I teach you how to use the stove you can officially take care of one of your three basic needs food 
shelter, education. You can take care of the food part. You know what? <laughs> like, I'm sure. I'm sure that having children is probably like it, that sensation of like reward is probably unmatched, like compared to anything else in life. But I just, I can't. I can't see it for me. I can't. Nah, but also, I I, go ahead. Go ahead. I taught my nephew how to do all the hand signs for fireball jutsu from Naruto. Rewarding. Let you talk. That's no, you talk. <laughs> no. Listen, that's what made me realize. I was like, I can do this with my own children. And my sister was so mad at me because my nephew literally walked around. He was like, eh, 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 fireball jutsu, and I was like, yes. Like I felt so. I was so happy, and that's what I want for my children. And teaching them how to fight so they can beat up little racist kids? Come on. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, this week is the week of Columbitch Day. Um, and every Columbitch Day, I am reminded of a story that my mom told me. I have no recollection of this at all. But apparently, first grade, and they're like, we're going to be out for our kindergarten, one of them. They're like, we're going to be out for Columbus Day. Do you know what Columbus did? And I was like... I know what Columbus did. And the teacher was like, okay, you wanna tell us what Columbus did? And I stood on my chair and I said, Columbus raped and pillaged and destroyed whole communities in the name of exploration. And I almost got suspended. <laughs> and my mom, bro, my mom, um, they like called my mom and they're like, Yvonne said, and my mom was like, is that yes, untrue <laughs> yeah and they were like my mom basically was like so you want my child to lie are you teaching my child to lie and just basically backed my teacher into a corner and was like don't ever correct my baby for being right ever again i love that for you so, Mazel tov. It's what anyway happy happy belated indigenous people's day Ayo. number one number two um let's move on um that's not a smooth segue at all so let's just go ahead and get into this dream from angelica um angelica uses she her pronouns and angelica is from greensboro north carolina angelica actually um gave me a dream interpretation book um when did i pick it up like two days ago and i dropped that book off with jc so jc will be interpreting dreams from that book and another one that I found in a library, one of those free library boxes um, in front of my favorite witch shop. So um, we're going to flippy flap through these pages, mark some stuff up, and then we're going to come back and tell you what we found. Yeah, let's get into it. I walked into the shop in which I work and the owner greeted me. How you doing? And then left. Then beside me was a woman who was me, except wearing an outfit that I do not own. She touched my arm. I smiled and blushed and we embraced and did a lot of kissing. There was a pink mist involved, which is a common occurrence in my dreams. All right, well, this is interesting. How do you feel? Honestly, I'm so into it. Bro, I'm, I'm very hot. into this. It's kind of hot. Um, I Ryan and I said we wanted more... Um, sexy dreams I didn't think that we would get one like this so I'm curious to know where you think we should start um so the thing that stood out the most to me is the pink mist um, oh wait 
that's not where I want to start. Let me tell you where I want to start, and then uh, how you and then we'll, we'll we pause. How you gonna ask me where I want to start? Because I thought you have a better answer. Okay, listen. <laughs> okay, wow. listen. I think that we should start with the fact that she goes into work because that sets the scene, and the pink mist seems to come later anyway. So I think that we need to figure out why is it important that she's at work, and why is it important that her boss is there for a brief moment because that happens before her doppelganger comes in yeah no I'm gonna keep it hot with you I don't work where she works so when other people are like I went to work I just imagine this big gray block that they disappear into like the sims do when they go to work (laughs) when they stand on the curb to get picked up by their carpool (laughs) yeah Um, like it it literally did not occur to me that work was an element so this is why you got all the brain cells no this is why there are two of us um (laughs) okay so i i don't know angelica like well i just know that angelica works with plants um so this is an opportunity to look up work and plants work boss and plants Okay. So in, um, what book is this? The Dream Dictionary from A to Z by Teresa Chung. She has a very large section about work that gets broken up into a lot of different things. So I'm going to read the, I'm going to read the relevant parts of the overview, and then we're going to take through and find what's relevant in this larger definition. Jobs and work are closely related to self-esteem and waking life, so the type of job that features in your dream and the reward or lack of reward associated with it can be significant indicators of your feelings of self-worth and or success, the success or failure of your, to your approach to life. A dream which the main focus seems to be someone else's job, no, um, Without a well-defined social role or identity, many of us feel uncertain in our waking life. It is a sign of maturity to cast off the need for a role of some kind and appreciate what we that we can be many things. So there's accountant, actor, analyst, attorney, baker, cook, butcher, bartender, barber, builder, carpenter, architect, engineer, bus driver, captain, admiral, soldier, Chemist, scientist, dentist, detective, police officer, farmer, shepherd, gardener, mine, gardener, maybe, um, fisherman, medical professional, missionary, um, official bureaucrat or secretary, a plumber, a salesperson, a shopkeep, sportsperson, tailor, teacher, waiter, maid, cleaner. Okay, well, boss, when I looked at boss, it said see work. So that's not super like helpful, but I feel like either shopkeeper or gardener, or should I just read both? Read them both. Okay. Um, Farmer slash shepherd slash gardener slash miner. Farmers represent all that is material, practical, down to earth, and instinctive. If If you dream of a farmer or a farmer, you are focusing on rewarding, on the rewarding sides of farming. Um, symbolized by the harvest or the tough side, which is slaughtering the animals. Try to decide if your dream applies to your waking life. Are you struggling to survive a harsh or difficult time or reaping the benefits of your hard work? If the person on the farm specifically is a shepherd, no. Okay, here we go. A gardener in your dream is generally a positive symbol that reflects your aspirations in the future. Dreams of planting seeds suggest the planting of new ideas and picking fruit the fruit of the rewards of your experience. If your dream, no, you didn't dream of minor. So let's just move to shopkeeper. 
The shopkeeper energy may relate to how you supply your own needs or who supplies your needs to you or to help you. To, oh my God, what if I could read today? Or to help show you how you can gain essential support from other people. That's really interesting considering that Angelica makes out with herself. And mm -hmm. but all of these things are about like support and reward. So now I would move to plants, um, like trying to find a short definition of plants uh, because I just, that's all I know about Angelica is that she works with plants. And then I feel like moving from there. Um, what are your thoughts? Um, I am into it. However, in the, um, in the 10,000 Dream Interpretations book by Pamela Ball, which is one of the ones that I'm using, the definition of work or like the section on work is a lot more detailed Okay, read it. But it only talks about going into and leaving work. So I was okay. like, um, Nani. Basically, it's like if you're leaving work, you're leaving your job. And okay. if you're going into work, you're starting a new job. But she's going into her current her, job. Yeah. So I'm like, am I stupid? Like, is no. <laughs> Sometimes I. I feel like sometimes um, the books, I think that we might end up Googling some things this episode. Um, we don't normally yeah. Google, we Google very sparingly, but there are just some things that I'm like, I'm really curious, like, why can't I find a direct definition for boss in any of these yeah. books? So the third definition in this book specifically of work is uh -huh. there may be some degree of activity of the spirit ahead. The dreamer could be moved towards the beginning of new spiritual work. And that actually aligns pretty neatly with literally everything else that right. I have found. That's um, really interesting. Which is why I love, I actually quite like this book, like quite which, a lot. Which one again? Um, 10,000 Dreams Interpreted by Pamela Ball. Yeah, that's the one I found in the, um, in the free um, library box. Wow, finders um, keepers, am I right? right. <laughs> um, okay, so let's, let's look at plants real quick and see if that um, situates us in me. Um, I'm in the Dreamers Dictionary from A to Z by Lady Stone Robinson and Tom Corbett on page 289. Healthy plants growing indoors or out are an omen of general good luck in your current undertakings. And the omen is intensified if the plants were in bloom. However, if they were wilted or in poor condition, they signify warning of possible difficulties due to careless planning. A dream of repotting, watering, feeding, or setting out plants is a promise of a contented home life and comfortable circumstances. Okay. I mean, I like that. In this little baby book, the um, fortune telling book of dreams which what's, what's the of, book okay sorry uh, I, I got you I got you okay, okay I'm, the, sorry, I'm sorry I'm sorry the fortune telling book of dreams it's a chronicles book it doesn't have an author um but it says that distant plants featured in a dream foretell the need for change which also is indicative of a lot of the other things that I'm finding so generally this is really interesting it yeah just there there's a whole lot going on here i'm ugh, i i like this dream a lot i'm having a lot okay of so time. so now did you find a way to describe 
the second Angelica? I used doppelganger. So did I. I used twin. I didn't think of that. I used But then that twin. makes it incesty. No. In oh. the 10,000 dreams book. Um, listen, this book slaps. <laughs> um, because when I look for twin, it's like, if it's twins that you know in real life, they're probably just twins. But okay. if you have created a twin. Okay it is indicative of someone who you would like to become or um, while separated in the moment, unity is possible. If it's like a twin of yourself or if it's a mirror image of yourself, this book beats. Bro, that's really cool. I kind of wish that Angelica had given us like what kind of clothes. Um, like even if it was just like, if Angelica never wears purple and like the, the doppelganger had on purple, like that Mm -hmm. would be a really interesting jumping off point. But I think it is interesting that that person has an outfit that they don't own. And I wonder, Mm -hmm. I wonder if they remember or if they even like the outfit, you know what I'm saying? True. Um, Go ahead. I was going to say, I looked up clothing. Okay. Well, before you do that, I Googled doppelganger in a dream. Yes. Um, and it gave me a website, dreams.metrorev.com. Mm-hmm. Doppelganger. To dream of your own doppelganger represents your concern about being misinterpreted or replaced. Feelings that someone may take over your name. It may also reflect your feelings about being helped behind your back, not liking being spoken for. Someone representing you in a dangerous manner or without your permission. Um, negatively, seeing your own doppelganger may represent self-reflection over your negative actions, shock to learn that you did something bad or unpleasant, like hearing a story about yourself when you were drunk or snoring, feeling framed or set up your feelings about a lie being told about you. I don't like the sentence structure, so please forgive me. Alternatively, seeing your own doppelganger may represent jealousy or feeling stupid that you didn't do something for yourself first. Positively, seeing your doppelganger may reflect a helpful person or resource in your life that does things in your name to help without asking. Someone may have done something for you that at first you didn't believe was possible. People may dream of doppelgangers if they are experiencing waking life hallucinations or unconscious psychological episodes that get them put on drugs or given unpleasant treatments by their doctors. This may reflect their feelings about reporting their problems to their doctors, getting them into trouble and requiring more drugs drugs or observation that they didn't like feelings about the and this is in quotes crazy part of them causing problems when they don't feel in quotes crazy um I don't know how I felt about that last I feel like that could be bent in a way that is not this like I think that that this definition is saying that the presence of a doppelganger could mean that you are feeling insecure about parts of yourself that you have let other people see I feel like that's the best way to kind of like wrap that up without having that weird doctor analogy yeah that was a strange analogy that was a very strange analogy so specific about that (laughs) yeah I didn't really like it um but I really just think that I think that there's a moment in which the doppelganger represents one or two things and this is like this could potentially come to us in the last like few words that we go through or it, this might be something that Angelica will be able to discern in her own time but insecurity like I just said or a moment of liking parts of you and wanting to see those parts fully actualized and realized so like if you like that 
you know, you're, you have the potential to get a little bit more crafty with your outfits, you know, and you see this doppelganger that has on an outfit that you don't own, that could be a sign for you to step into that part of yourself. At least that's how I'm taking it right now. I think that um, when we sort of like evaluate dreams based on like who are who's in them it can be really tricky um because you know there's this concept of like there's never anyone new in your dreams like every face that your brain creates is someone that you already know um which first of all I don't believe that to be the truth but that's another story it might not be somebody you know but I feel like it might be somebody that you have seen at one point in your life like yeah you see so many faces well pre-rona you could see so many faces just at any given moment especially like if you're in a in a densely populated area walking down one street in one direction you'll see different faces that Mm -hmm. you may never see again like that path could be the only time that you cross them but you could remember that man had a nose ring and then now you have men with nose rings in your dream Mm -hmm. but I just this idea of being intimate with yourself specifically is really fascinating because we don't think about self-intimacy as kissing because you can't kiss yourself right right unless you're real flexible I don't know (laughs) (laughs) I don't know fam uh I just I'm really intrigued by the level of intimacy that is achieved in kissing yourself yeah so did you look up kiss I did I did look up kissing um and if you enjoy the kiss this is from the fortune telling book of dreams by chronicle books um if you enjoy the kiss it foretells happiness and satisfaction and you know I also looked up blushing because oh I didn't even okay I I got you fam uh Mm -hmm. but Blush is interesting because it says if the young woman who dreams, if it is a young woman who dreams of blushing, she will face embarrassment and shame due to false and disparaging accusations. However, comma, I would like to, I would like to reframe that. Okay. Because what I think might be more accurate is that like Angelica has been pushed away from becoming this new person who she is kissing in this dream these new clothes this new person in this place surrounded by plants which is indicative of growth all of the spiritual work that can be done through like these other elements it's like this is the person you've always wanted to be but everyone's always told you that you couldn't be this person everyone's always told you that this person is unattainable and since it's doppelganger where they're separate now but unity can be achieved like that's that's more what it feels like yeah no i'm i'm picking up what you're putting down okay okay because i really really like the direction you're going in um yeah i have two books that i marked kiss in um so Teresa chung the dream dictionary from a to z when you look up kiss it says go sex sex has a lot of like preamble basically that Mm -hmm. sometimes i find that reading these things 
is just not the move. So I'm just going to go ahead and skip all the way to kissing. Mm-hmm. So page 456, anybody been watching Squid Game? Page 456, kissing can <laughs> indicate a mark of respect or desire to arouse someone. And that someone might be yourself. According to Young, the image of kissing in a dream is likely to be rooted in memories of sucking at the mother's breast. What? Okay. If your sexual needs are repressed or denied, this may manifest in dreams about masturbation in an attempt to release sexual energy and comfort yourself. That's interesting. So let's flip to the next book. Um, I'm going to go to The Dreamer's Dictionary from A to Z by Lady Stern Robinson and Tom Corbett. And the kiss is on page 227. The meaning of a dream kiss depends on the circumstances involved. If the kissing was pleasant, proper and sincere, and a sincere token of affection, it predicts happiness and contentment. If it was all this stuff, that's not necessary. Um, A dream of kissing babies, that is also not necessary. Dream of trying to avoid a kiss, that is also not necessary. Okay, that... really just backs up your theory i think personally of um this like idea of personal work it doesn't seem like i know that a very popular word right now in the spiritual community is shadow work but it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like a push for shadow work like it seems like well you know what but it could because why won't you let yourself be great you know also like outside of shadow work because you know when we think of shadow work we think of like digging up that dark nasty stuff inside of you and examining it but it it truly doesn't feel like a bid for shadow work I it feels more like a gentle encouragement like you can do it it's right here you're you're touching it right now you are literally so close you can taste it i.e you can kiss it like it's right here go find it it's Right. right here so that's more so what it feels like as opposed to like, you know, if this doppelganger was a bad person whose breath stank and it was wearing a doodoo outfit or whatever, like, you know, that might you, be more indicative of shadow work, but this right. all seems very attractive and shadow work is not attractive. It really is not. Um, did you by any chance look up anything that would help us to understand the embracing, the hugging? Um, actually, I did not, but I did. Like, I kind of want to look up hug. I was about to say, I'm going to look for it now that you said something, but, you know, it just kind of reinforces that conversation about intimacy. Yeah. Yeah. Hug in um, the Dreamer's Dictionary by Lady Sean Robinson Tom Corbett on page 205. A friendly hug signifies relief from worry but a passionate hug predicts an important change. I'm going to look up hug in another book because I don't, I had no like thought to look up hug earlier. Like I just went straight to kissing. Um, I was looking for intimacy and I can't find it. So maybe affection. Yeah. Does this book not have hug? This book does not have hug. I have not oh, used no. the complete dictionary of dreams by the woman at all for this episode. Mm. All the words that I want to pull out of it, it like doesn't have, and then it hurts my feelings and I don't look for anything else. You know, it would be different if you were wrong, but oh, um, the fortune-telling book of dreams by Chronicle 
books has hug. What did it say? Um, it says, a hug between friends is a sign of resolved issues and worries. A hug between lovers indicates a significant change in your future. So the real question is, are we qualifying these people as friends or as lovers? Dun, dun, lovers and friends. Oh, what a good thing, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, okay, so I have no idea. I feel like that is like up to Angelica um because it seems like i don't know i don't know i would classify it know. as lovers only because you don't be smooching and smorching on your friends tech and usually usually use ule no comment anyway okay Shut so anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um i think it's i think it's pink mist time Pink mist, pink mist, pink mist. I'm sorry. I'm so excited because when I read the part about the pink mist, it immediately reminded me of Emily from Stardew Valley, like the the character Emily, Emily with blue hair, the blue yeah. hair works at the bar. Yeah. Because you get a cutscene. I would call this a spoiler, but this game has literally been out for 132 years. Anyway, every time you get a cutscene with her where there's a dream involved it's covered in pink mist that's so cute i never go always okay so first of all stardew valley for those of you that don't know is um a game that is available on almost any console that you could touch um i think it just you just can't get it on your phone it's affordable actually it's on your phone what (laughs) you can play stardew valley on your phone oh my god okay you can stardew valley is so much fun um it is it's a, a farming simulator it's a farming simulator um your grandpa passes away and he leaves you a farm and you have to restore it to glory or i'm sorry you choose to restore it to glory um and you can get married and you can have a dog and you or can a cat have and a horse and yeah i love and chickens and i love getting a horse in that game um you there's so much stuff to explore there's so many different like like cutscenes you can marry literally anybody of any gender as long as they're single um and everybody that you marry will serve you serve ugh, will help you on the farm in a different way um mm-hmm. and they all have different interests and they're all they're all they're all little people but emily also, is one of is a bachelorette um that is available to be courted and there was just a really big update and now you can go to an island there's so much going on bro and we could talk about it later we'll talk about it later um like we will literally talk about it later i Um, love starly you put me on starly valley right before the pandemic yeah but Um, look it's on your phone you could put it oh it's on you (gasps) okay stardew valley i highly if you want a game that's like fun and rewarding and like every you like see growth while you play it stardew valley is a very fun game to do that in um and it's stardew s-t-a-r-d-e-w space valley stardew valley so anyway um not sponsored what are we talking about (laughs) pink mist so yeah every time emily has a dream you see this pink mist and um she actually talks about it a little bit in one of her cutscenes, and she's like it's really dreamy like it's so good um but i when i saw mist um i think i found it in the uh i found it in the fortune telling book of dreams 
by Chronicle Books. Um, and in the midst, <laughs> in the midst, uh, gosh, I'm annoying. Anyway, uh, in the mist section, it says, uh, mist can indicate lost or confusion, but it can also talk about initiation and transition. And that's really just tying into this like initiation of becoming the person that you want to be. Right. Did you get to look up pink? Um, I did not. None of my books had pink in them. All right. I got you. So pink. Um, I'm in the Dream Dictionary from Agency by Chisa Chung. I was on page 148. Chisa um, Chung has a very large section that starts with colors and talks about the significance of seeing colors in your dream, and then it breaks it down from huh. freaking beige to indigo. Well, wow. it's more than that. Um, but okay, so pink. Pink is traditionally associated with young girls, romantic love, and well being. It is said that you are in the pink when you feel your best. If pink features in your dream, do any of the above to reflect on the circumstances or hopes and dreams in your wake. What? Oh, okay. If pink features in your dream, do any of the above reflect the circumstances or hopes and dreams in your waking life? In particular, pink is associated with unconditional love and some dream interpreters link it link the color with the powers of healing or the heart chakra, a center of spiritual energy. A pink window or door may therefore suggest, that's not important, pink clothes, pink flowers, a pink face, a pink cupboard. Um, other keywords, love, joy, sweetness, happiness, affection, kindness, being in love or heading through love is also implied with this color. So I didn't look up mist, but I looked up fog in um, two of my books um, because I didn't think that mist was going to be present. So um, I kind of want to jump straight into reading fog or do you have anything that you want to do before that? Um, I actually didn't look up fog, but um, in Kathy Buck's book, The Act of Manifestation Tarot Techniques, it has like a little section about colors and it talks about idea. the combination of colors. Um, mm -hmm. It specifically talks about um, the like colors of- colors? No, it talks about the colors on each tarot card, mm -hmm. but um, it also talks about the combination of colors. So if we're talking about pink, we're talking red and white, red mm -hmm. for passion, courage, vitality, mm -hmm. fire, or anger. Um, and then white for purity, innocence, light, and revelations. So- if you see pink, it can be that combination of passion and revelation or courage and revelation, which again, kind of circles us back to this idea of becoming someone different through some sort of spirit work or like having a revelation about who you are as a person that ties right. into this message of growth. So, you know. Um, okay, so last minute look up. I want to try and find, um, I have another Lewin's book. I have the Lewin's book of correspondences. And mm -hmm. um, it, first of all, freaking amazing book. Um, very extensive when it comes to literally everything. So, um, oh, that's not what I needed. Um, I'm looking in here to see all of the intentions that are listed under pink. Um, but this, because this book is so intense, it can get it's a lot to like <laughs> navigate. Okay, here we go. Pink, 
um, is associated with the zodiac signs of Aries, Cancer, Gemini, Libra, Taurus, and Virgo. Um, the planets in the solar system, Mars and Venus. Um, that's interesting because when Angelica um, submitted this dream, she said that her Venus was in Leo, um, mm -hmm. which is like some people don't give, most people don't give their placements when they submit their dreams. So it's like, mm -hmm. hmm. Um, the full moon in May is associated with the color pink. Um, the days of Friday and Sunday are associated with the color pink. Um, the elements air and fire, the directions east and southwest, the heart chakra, the numbers six and nine. Um, okay, this list is kind of long. Issues and intentions and powers. Acceptance, activating, awakening, affection, anxiety, attraction, balance, beauty, calming, compassion, creativity, cycles, emotions, fidelity, friendship, generosity, gentleness, happiness, harmony, healing, honor, increase, inspiration, intu intuition, life, love, magic, marriage, more morality, nurture, sorry, nurture, passion, peace, romance, security, self-work, self-work, sensuality, sorrow, stress, sympathy, unity, warmth, well-being, and youth. And almost all of those have shown up in one way or another in these definitions. So it seems like pink is just like the thread that sews all of this together. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to read Fog, and then I think that it might be about time to move on, um, unless you got anything you want to throw in the ring um, after this. So Fog, um, Teresa Chung, Fog and Mist are symbols of confusion or of an inability to make progress and see the way ahead. This also suggests a lack of clarity and emotions that are clouding your judgment and making you feel uncertain. If the fog lifts in your dream, this is a positive sign. If you sense that a light is about to break through, this suggests a state of expectation rather than confusion. Hmm. Inch arresting. I feel like that kind of supports the thing that I was saying earlier about the doppelganger potentially being a sign of insecurity. Mm-hmm. My brain, I'm, my brain is just spinning right now. Do you have any um, any last thoughts? Uh, I don't think so. This was just like very fun to dig into. So let's just go ahead and um, let's shuffle some decks, um, get our card clarifications going and see if, I kind of wish I didn't read Fog. I'm not going to lie because I feel like it was like two steps back when we've been consistently moving forward. I hope that the card clarification will kind of like round that up. So we're going to go ahead and shuffle and we'll be right back. Yeehaw. Do you want your dream to be featured on our podcast? Do you have a recurring dream that drives you wild? A sex dream that leaves you feeling dirty. A nightmare that makes you feel guilty. Head over to www.wildestdreamspodcast.com and click the submit tab. Once you're there, fill out our form and submit your dream as text. Prefer to send audio? You can always drop us a line at our email, submit at wildestdreamspodcast.com. Each week, we'll feature one dream that we'll try our damnedest to decipher. It's listeners like you that keep our dream alive. Thank you. Thank you. Okie dokie. Um, I actually had a card fall out while I was shuffling. Um, did you get anybody that jumped out at you? No, not out of this deck anyway. Okay, well, I guess I'll start. Um, I'm going to be reading with the 
Neo Tarot by Jericho Mandyberry and Daya. It's either Daya or Diana. I always get this switchy switched up. Um, Ruiz. Um, and the first card I got was the Magician, which I think is so fitting for this. So the reason why I'm reading with this deck is because this book, this is a deck specifically built for self-care. Um, so the book has self-care rituals in it. So I'm going to just like pull and like read. And then when certain cards like seem like they hold a little bit more weight than others, I'll read their self-care tips and affirmations out of this book. So okay. the magician is a really good place to start for Angelica because that means that the entire world is ahead of Angelica. And like, if we get to lean on the interpretation that this doppelganger represents Angelica's possibilities, um, like personal possibilities and not necessarily Angelica's shortcomings, then the magician reverberates that message. So then when we think about like, what is standing in Angelica's way, um, first of all, six of wands, your own, you said something earlier and you were like, um, people, it's very possible that people are telling Angelica like who she can't be or like putting mm -hmm. her in a box and her feeling like she has to stay confined in that box. Mm -hmm. And the six of wands shows that like your emotional obligations to other people is like probably what is holding you back. So like if other people other people's judgment of you which this is justice um to show that like other people's judgment of you is like not necessarily accurate um to have justice show up right after the six of wands you the part of you that knows that other people are wrong is the part of you that came to you in your dream the part of you that showed you love in your dream that mm -hmm. person is not just a figment of your like subconscious that person is your subconscious um mm -hmm. and the tower shows up which um I don't think you should be scared of here I think that this means that you need to destroy the old you and when you destroy the old you it will start a chain reaction and people are going to act silly and they're going to ask you to find um a balance with your old self and your new or more so current self um two of pentacles so that you can please them but pleasing them will literally just hurt three of swords um upright and then once you realize that like your duty is not to please other people two of wands upright you will be able to like shed this consistent pain that it seems like you're in ten of swords upright and you'll be able to call the own shot your own shots and be more creative in that process, king of swords upright. And you will find people who, what's the word, enhance your sense of self without draining you eight of wands upright. Mm -hmm. um, I think what I'm going to do is read the self-care for the magician because that's where we started. And mm -hmm. I really, I feel like, I feel like that's what you need to hear, Angelica. So um the magician the affirmation i am a channel for divine energy and inspiration i materialize my dreams i couldn't have picked a oh tara was amazing okay <laughs> zooey mama 
Bruh. Um, okay, self-care. We all have the one thing. No, I'm sorry, the one song. What? I just cannot read today. The one that's so emotionally moving, so brilliant, so affecting that it brings us to our knees. The type made by artists who seem possessed, channeling something from another dimension. Re-listen to the song that reminds you of what God-given gifts look like. Know that we all have access to this. Ask, ask, what? ask yourself what you can do to bring heaven down to earth today. JC, you were talking all that stuff about um about spiritual work and like channeling. So everything is really just like coming together in a straight line for Angelica. Honestly, oh, I, we love to see it. We love Bro. continuity. We love continuity. You ready to pull? Yeah, actually. So I have two decks sitting with me currently. I have the Superstitions, Omens, and Signs for the Modern Witch. It's an Oracle deck by L.M. Penderson. Um, this deck was a gift. As a matter of fact, Klein gave it to me. Um, and I was like, this deck is so small and she's so cute. Um, and the card that like popped out was the dropped call. It's like this little cell phone. It's upside down. It doesn't have a reverse reading, but it did pop out in reverse. So that's something to consider. But it talks about like missing a message is what this card is about. So like because Ooh, it doesn't have a reverse um meaning it says it can mean bad luck the sapping of energy open the doors and windows to let out the negative energy the drop call represents relationships choices confusion and imbalance in oh. that again it's not something to be afraid of in this context because you're pushing out i think angelica's pushing out this sort of like consistent negative energy that she's been receiving about making this choice or making this change um also if you're talking about relationships and choices this is a relationship with yourself specifically right. so you know that's also something to consider as far as like this first card is concerned I really love this little pocket deck she's really cute um and the tarot deck that I have with me is the tattoo tarot ink and intuitions it is illustrated by Megamudan and it absolutely just leaves me who helped interpret this deck cannot remember to save my life so um, say the name of the deck again i'll google it real quick um uh tattoo tarot ink and intuition um which again gorgeous deck uh it's 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 been fun to get to know her uh but this deck is we're still learning each other so you know the first card that I pulled was the two of swords in reverse very much so giving that sort of like stagnation in the decision that you're making um I feel like my deck is probably going to talk a lot about the fear that is surrounding this transition or the fear that's surrounding this change um swords is the suit of action so I literally think that this card is referring to this not this you don't not have the desire to move but there's an inability to move um we've got temperance in reverse also a lack of balance right kind of hurtful in this lack of balance and the fact that we're seeing so much balance 
Like that's a word right. that came up a lot in your deck. It's a word that is coming up a lot in my deck. Um, I think it's important to understand that this may be a situation in which you cannot find balance. You right. literally might have to throw something away. Like something's right. gonna have to be put in the garbage can. You cannot carry all of these things at the same time. You only have two hands. Right, um, it's giving people pleaser energy. It is giving people pleaser energy, which is why I just got the two of coins in reverse which is a card also yeah all right so you see like you you literally cannot do everything that everyone wants you to do these adjustments that people are asking you to make is is not gonna work um i got the high priestess upright we love the high priestess um it's literally the card of intuition the card of internal work also the divine feminine is often represented with the high priestess even though the like energy of masculine and feminine is pretty neutral in that like set the high priestess is she's a bad bitch like I don't know what else to say about her aside from the fact that she's a um, bad bitch we've been trying to move away from saying masculine and feminine and describing them as diurnal and nocturnal energies um and I feel like diurnal and nocturnal Mm mm-hmm so di- yeah so diurnal energy um stands in for masculine energy which is like sun energy and oh. nocturnal energy yeah I actually um there's somebody on TikTok who I have not been able to find since I decided to implement this into my own language and I hate that I can't cite her um but I believe she's a black astrologer that was like I'm moving away like when I do my my client's charts I'm moving away from saying masculine and feminine and I'm moving into this um and I really liked it because it's like a naturally occurring you know um set of vocab that doesn't take anything away from our understanding of these energies so so yeah wow. the high priestess has big nocturnal energy big nocturnal energy um appreciate you thank you for helping me make that adjustment um and I'm a I'm also going to scour the internet to find this person because now I'm curious um so yeah we've got the high priestess um very smart and then I've got the devil the devil upright first of all I know y'all can't see this card but look at this card if you subscribe to our patreon um you can see these cards yeah so like so good so good um the devil people don't understand the devil as a card everyone's like who's the devil no 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 the devil is really more hedonistic than anything it's self-pleasure it's the things you like it can be dangerous in excess but when i read the devil upright in conjunction with the high priestess i'm thinking about finding what truly makes you happy and finding what truly is going to give you satisfaction Right. Finding what makes you happy as opposed to what numbs you, I think is like, if we really push forward with that hedonistic energy of the devil, we understand that like the concept of hedonism is, it can be rooted in like depravity. And it's like, I'm fucking the fuck. I'm smoking the smoke. Like these like- Why would you say it that way? Because that's what it's like. Like when you think about like what- pushes you when you think about the the biblical understanding of hedonism and you think about like how we see hedonistic traits in the media it's like these people Mm -hmm. that are more concerned 
with the pleasure in that exact moment than they are concerned with how things can affect them. People, you know, smoking and drinking, drinking and smoking, not thinking about maybe I should drink some water so I'm not miserable tomorrow. You're not thinking about tomorrow. You are wholly consumed by this current moment and the pleasure you are receiving in this current moment. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. Bug in the book. No. Stop it. <laughs> not thoughting and bopping but um, and bopping that's exactly what it is it's thoughting and bopping literally that I just I really like the combination of seeing like the high priestess and the devil together because it truly represents doing that deep digging work to find right. what it is that genuinely brings you pleasure what brings you happiness what's gonna make your life better not just from like a materialistic standpoint because again a lot of people mistake the devil as like this card that just exudes all of the worst things you can do for yourself but that is not it um I think that's a really good place to stop this pool I do want to say that the devil has diurnal energy because the devil is about action and the high priestess is about nurturing. So when you think about these two things and the dichotomy that they build, much of what you're saying, and then adding on to the fact that the high priestess is asking you to decide what you want more, to be yourself or to be numb to your needs. The devil is giving you the option to stay numb to your needs. So. That is fair. There's a lot of comfort in the devil that people find because it can represent that inaction of just doing what feels good as opposing to what needs to be done right so like leaving a mug in your room not taking it to the kitchen feels good in the moment coming back from the kitchen with another mug you start to accumulate these mugs in the moment you'd rather just keep accumulating mugs but then later you're like uh something stinks uh, I'm surrounded by this, this, and that. And then you go to make coffee again, you don't have a mug in the kitchen. And now you're like trying to decide, do I drink my coffee out of a cereal bowl? Do I not drink coffee today? Or do I handle my business and get these dishes out of my damn room? It's like to make it a little bit more, um, I guess, practical and not about sex and drugs and booty holes and whatnot. Um, there are like little decisions that you make every day we are not about to gloss over <laughs> the sex and drugs and booty hole. We're not, we're not about to do that, sir. This is oh. not, this is a Wendy's. This is a <laughs> Wendy's and I need you to act cool. I think it, come on. Anyway, um, there are moments and choices that you make every day that either support nurturing yourself in the future, making good decisions or following bliss bliss doesn't have to explicitly also involve other people bliss can be avoidant behavior bliss can be procrastination bliss can be anything that takes you out of that current moment and takes you away from your responsibilities any sort of escapism all of the ignorance that your body can muster that can be bliss and i think these cards together i think the high priestess is a call for post-nut clarity yes the high priestess is the call for post-nut clarity so you can say post-nut clarity but i can't say sex and drugs and booty holes 
yes um anyway so absolutely yes i can that's fine i was about to say was i supposed to be upset about that um (laughs) bold of you to assume but no the high priestess is calling for like post-nut clarity the devil can be like you know page 36 of that porn website where you just dig into dig at that point and you but you know what i'm talking about I don't where want you just, to. Well, it's unfortunate because you do. So, <laughs> but like, you know, and then like, you know, post no clarity, you looking at the screen like, like <laughs> what is this? So, I want some um, clothes. Literally that. Like, you lay in there and you like, harlot. <laughs> <laughs> Snatching the blanket over you and going to church immediately thereafter. Um, but no, I just, I like seeing the high priestess and the devil together because it's literally like the angel and the devil on the shoulder yeah like telling you what yeah, you can truly. and cannot do yeah because there's no angel card <laughs> there isn't we have the devil but we don't have the angel and it seems like there's a lot of major arcana that have the potential to be angelic but when we think about the cards that are truly unselfish we don't have that many that are represented by major arcanas because everyone mm-hmm. has a duty, except for the, the high priestess's only duty is to nurture. True. Whereas, I think like, the Wheel of Fortune might be like a good place to start because the Wheel of Fortune is like whatever will be will be. Like it's very but neutral it's not in its duty. It is it's neutral, but it's still not necessarily like I feel like the high priestess holds a certain amount of like positive energy mm. that like offsets and balances the um devil. I think that the wheel of fortune is just like oh it's about to be done yep not you're not incorrect um well that was fun uh, um that was thank you so fun. much angelica for submitting your dream to us um thank you so much jc for standing in for ryan this week ryan should be back next week unless not um but we will find out together so um thank you everybody for listening what what are the words that you say? Ryan always says it. Um, rate, review, subscribe, and submit. Um, did I do all of them? I think so. Yeah, rate, review, subscribe, and submit. Yeah, yeah. yeah also that's share. It. Also share. Um, if you like us, your friends probably will too. Okay, okay. Well, um, JC, you got anything you want to say? Yeah, rate, rate, review, subscribe, share, and submit. I think is all five of the points that we're supposed to be hitting. And also like, thanks for having me. This is always a lot of fun. Quite enjoyed myself. I learned yeah. a lot. Uh, first of all, I love you. Second of all, you're one of the only other niggas I know that has an identical setup. <laughs> oh, so I, I mean, okay, but also I love you too. Second of all, you damn right. I spent a lot of money on this microphone and I aims to use it. I can't yeah, keep yeah. making mixtapes in my bedroom like someone needs to know Using that this microphone sounds good exactly. <laughs> that's, that's in my room right all right well um we are going to get on and we will or somebody i will at the least see y'all next week sweet dreams sweet dreams y'all